0: I see you as a person who dare I say you don't get bored. Your
1: your void might not be that empty. That's not true. Okay. I would love t- for that to be the case. Mm. And it would be nice bow for me to go, "Yep, that's true. Thanks for having me." Right. But it isn't true. The truth is, I fight the demon of inactivity. Mm. I fight this 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 demon of like being frozen. And so I think I keep moving because I know the minute I stop, I fall into that void, and it's not a pretty void. Carrie Lynn Kenny. you cute. My mother was Sharon K. Mageehy. Mmm. There's a lot of Irish running through these things. Sharon K. Mageehy. How do you spell it? M-C-G-A-U-G-H-E-Y. I love it. It was good. I mean, it is good. It is good. Yeah. Would you name
0: your next of kin Mageehy?
1: That probably wouldn't go over so well with my Jewish in-laws. Hyphen <laughs> silver Is your husband Jewish? He's Jewish. Yeah. What? Tell me his name again. Steve Silver.
0: That's right. Magehi Carrie Kenny Silver.
1: Yeah. It's S- a mouthful. It's actually gorgeous. Thank you.
0: Welcome to Filling the Void, which is a podcast I do where I talk to people about what they do for pure joy, their hobbies, no agenda-driven things, nothing you make money from, just the fun of doing something for your life that you like and don't care what anybody else thinks. And we were just briefly talking about how the one hobby you don't have that you hate is cooking which I love because I hate it too. And I I eat out of a box.
1: I eat out of a freezer. <laughs> yeah. I eat out of the freezer.
0: That makes me feel so much better because I do think you're such a great mom. And I feel mm. so guilty. Not that my kid doesn't eat well, but she isn't eating like I did when I grew up. And my mom made dinner every night.
1: I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't care to get it. Same. I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy. I am way too type A. Everything has to to be in order. Right. It has to. It has to look like the picture. Right. And not it. And then when people come over and you have to cook, listen to me. How you have to cook when people come over, and the idea of chit chatting while you're following. I don't get the toss in this, a little bit of that. This makes no sense to me. I bake. Totally. So I'm all about the science of it, the time, the temperature, even the altitude of things. I love that. Yeah. And I love the the exactness of it, but I don't love cooking. I don't love the cleanup. Even the cleanup from cooking is gross. Like the the grease part like meat juice. I don't mind cleaning up flour and sugar. But like bones, oh, how about you go through the process of like
0: the raw chicken and cleaning that and the the dicing and the chopping and all these different vegetables that you have to take out of plastic bags and rubber bands and it's all parsley debris everywhere and then you eat it and it's gone.
1: Yeah. And then, that, no, but it's not gone. There's right. schmutz left on the plate Every, yeah. of everything. Of everything. And because you, you need a thousand different
0: plates yeah. to do stuff.
1: And also there's a risk in cooking that you could actually kill people. Yeah. I can't kill someone <laughs> with a cake. It might not be as moist, it might not look as pretty, but you're not gonna die. If I don't cook the roast beef all the way, everybody's gonna die. And that's not fun, but if I pull a frozen pizza (laughs) out of the freezer and put it in the the toaster oven, I don't even bother to use the oven, you're not going to die. I know. You might not love it. I think it's good. And luckily, you won't ever probably come back and expect me to cook for you again. Then you get the message like, oh, this isn't where we come for food.
0: A hundred percent. I'm with you every step of this way. I also love baking. Do I do it that often? No, here's why. Okay, why? There's a lot that
1: Well, you comes... have a baby of a little. It's a lot of work.
0: Well, well, it's also when you bake something, you have a lot of that thing. And yes. then I bring it to a thing and no, I don't eat sugar. I don't eat gluten. I'm not interested mm. in sweets. Great. So I just made a pie. Mm. And by the way, it's easiest pie to make a pie. Yes. And... You, you well. and Paul
1: and Mary come to our house for dinner. You know what you're going to get. And I'm cooking. This is me cooking for you. Pasta. Pasta with sauce out of a jar. Yeah. A really nice salad out of a bag.
0: Okay. Thank you. Thank God. Okay. You didn't say I make a really nice salad. No. Because I would have told you to leave.
1: Let me tell you. Here's the rub. <laughs> here's the rub. My husband is a gardener. I mean mm. big time mega we have a garden in our backyard. We actually sell tomatoes in the summer, organic tomatoes, to local restaurants. Mm. He is, this is his life, the garden. He comes home from work. He's so back cool. in the garden. He loves it. He has, there's a sign back there, Silver Farms. He, this is his other identity, is that he's a, he's a gardener. I also don't get that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I will kill a rubber plant. Right. <laughs> so uh, now, imagine this: someone who doesn't cook with a counter full of fresh produce. Ugh. And I just sort of look at it and go, "This would be great if I knew right what to do with it." So we just, you know, chop it up and put it in salads. And
0: I, it's still impressive that when you say we chop it up, now, why, he... well, you know
1: what I mean when I say we. He does it. Yeah, and I just look at it and put it in bowls and make it look pretty right. and go to and say to people look at what we did right, in right, the garden right. i have yeah. nothing to do with I, it i i can set a table like nobody's business oh i'm a i'm a tablescaper <laughs> I'm a closet tablescaper I will even The night before a holiday mm. What am I talking about The night before The week before <laughs> I am researching My tablescapes I can make Ooh, Incredible I place research. cards I, I'll show you some pictures yeah. I'm pretty The the best year That was the most Challenging tablescaping year Was the year that Hanukkah fell on Thanksgiving Wow Tablescape that my friend
0: I I can't Is it Brown and
1: and gold and blue. See you. See you're you and I. We think alike, <laughs> right? This is what I did. It was some blue, mm. like a slate blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, some browns, yeah, and some gold. And I found on the internet because you can find anything on the <laughs> interweb once you ask Jeeves. I found an image of an an old timey boy. <laughs> Pushing a wheelbarrow filled with gourds. Uh-huh. And he had payas and a yarmulke. I don't know under what circumstance. I printed it out I, on little paper. I tea dyed the edges. Oh, I took I love pieces tea of dye. wood that I sawed and made into little place card holders. Mm-hmm. And that became the centerpiece. And then piece. I took a wicker horn aplenty. Great. Love, <laughs> I love a I wicker accessory. I love to myself right now. No, I love yourself. Okay. I took a wicker horn of plenty, and I filled it with yes Hanukkah guilt. Yes. Mm-kay. That is, Mm-kay. yep. Yes. <laughs>
0: that's the money shot right there.
1: <laughs> and no one appreciated
0: it. Well, I can't believe that that's true. I That no one appreciated it. But I would be the type of person to talk about that all night.
1: Yeah. And that's the other thing. I don't host well because I'm, I'm so psycho about like, is it too hot in here? It's too hot in here. Is right. it too, can you hear the music? This isn't good music. Right. This doesn't taste right. Hold, let me replate that. We're using the wrong plates. I brought out the wrong right. plate. That's a salad plate, not a dinner plate. Oh wait, we have larger dinner plates. Now right. the food looks too small on the dinner totally. plate. I am a good time.
0: So what is your gardening?
1: So I'm like a, I hate, I'm like a maker. And I do a, a little bit of everything. I knit, yeah, I weave, I paint, I draw mm-hmm. I bake, I I produce my own parties like for my son every year, the party is a major theme and he oh, gets really into I it. I love a theme And I mean I theme I theme the hell out of these parties. So if the, you know, we did one year, uh, Minecraft birthday party Mm. and I screen printed a Minecraft t-shirt for myself and sewed a Minecraft skirt. I block printed fabric and made a Minecraft skirt. And then I built these giant Minecraft people out of paper and spray paint and cardboard. And then I made the cakes because I worked in a, catering company years ago while while we were doing the the state and viva variety back in new york uh i still worked at a bakery at in the bakery section of a of a catering company so i, I learned baking what bakery really early on it's called the cleaver company and it's it's really a catering uh company i think they have a restaurant now or a, a takeout place at um at chelsea piers mm-hmm. but they're They had bakers there. And so I worked closely with them and learned a lot. My mom taught me a lot. Uh, One year we did... Race car birthday. So I made. This is when he was really little. So I made cars out of cardboard boxes. I spray painted them. I put working lights on them, and what? then suspenders on them so the kids could wear them. What? And we made a a track right for them that to looks, race. We had pause. helmets, working lights. Yeah. So stick on lights uh-huh. that I get from Home Depot. You twist them, they turn on. Right. right? Yeah. Um, battery operated battery operated yeah man. I have I Were have the kids like obsessed with all this for you Leslie um yeah the kids love it they love it but now this they've so come cool. to expect like we did an, an army theme a couple of years ago so of course full camo for the whole family yeah <laughs> um, I did a, a three tier camo cake what with fondant and then I had army men parachuting from the ceiling of the kitchen Coming down, landing on the cake, you know, from in wire from enough sure. from um, fishing line. You know. Oh,
0: but wait! So you made the cake this time? Yeah. How oh, did yeah. You I make always camo. make the cake.
1: I did fondant. How do you know how to do that from the catering company? What is well fondant? fondant I actually didn't do fondant with them. Fondant is a horrible tasting. Um, it's like a clay that's edible. Is uh-huh. the, is a very layman way of saying? It. But you roll it out. You can buy it pre made. I don't make my own fondant. You buy it pre made. You color it by by putting oh, liquid color it's in cake it, clay. It basically, and you roll it out, and it becomes this beautiful, smooth, smooth, flat surface. And then you lay it over your cake, or you cut it into. So one year I did right. a Lego cake Ooh. that looked like it was a couple of tiers, and it was white. But then I rolled back one side of the leg of the uh, white fondant, and underneath it, I had made Lego bricks out of different colored fondant and made it look like the the underneath of the cake was legos and then i put lego i did lego fire trucks all the way up it and lego firemen putting out the the fire putting out the candles on the top of the cake and then my mind is blown i i I am beside myself i'm a crazy person so it's like i i i do you pinterest these I don't. You don't put them on. Pinterest? I don't get Pinterest. I've tried to figure of it out. Don't. I don't understand I barely it. do. I'm much too dumb for that.
0: It's not. It's just. Anyway, it isn't important.
1: But I do think it's important that you document these things for the public. I have photos of them. We just did the biggest one was my son's bar mitzvah. So I realized like we've got it, to... and my son loves a theme. So I love theme... that he loves a theme. Still, he's 13. He's he's like, what's next year? He's like, whoa! Yes. When I turn 17, we're gonna. He's thirteen now. He we did cool. his bar mitzvah. I the theme was uh steampunk. He that, loves what a great theme steampunk, and it turned out great. I did these. That's so cool. He a, has so many interests. He's been st- like steampunk character for the last three years of Halloween. He loves. He sometimes to school. He still do like a monocle, top hat, and walking stick. That's a, that's another podcast.
0: Well, I am interested. I, do, I don't I do want to forget the monocle. I'm interested yeah. in, in getting one.
1: Well, we've got a collection. There,
0: so. <laughs> However, tell me a little bit about his bar mitzvah because
1: I see, you know, you're an arts and crafts person. Yeah. Also not Jewish. So it was like a big, you know, what am I doing? How do I? Well, a lot of
0: bar and bat mitzvahs, in my experience, haven't been very Jewish at all.
1: And, well, what I came to find out, came to learn was that it's it's you're throwing a party. So that's separate from the yeah. ceremony. And and the party is different. If you're yes. very
0: Jewish, you have a luncheon with some bagels and lots yes. and, and you call
1: it a day. Right. If you're kinda Jewish, you have a blowout. We had a blowout. But but it but I also didn't want to I didn't want him to be that kid that was like you know, yo yo yo, Kai's thirteen with like dancers and right, I like that. his name in some <laughs> giant like four story graffiti wall because it's just gross. Yeah, it's, so it's kind of nineties, but do kids still do that? Kids still do that. Right. I wanted it to be like if we're gonna have a, a quote unquote big thing, which it wasn't in in the s- scheme of things, but you know, for us, mm-hmm. I was like, we're doing it ourselves. We're gonna make this happened, and we had people help us who were amazing with you know the vendors and you know organizing but anything that was to be sitting on the table or in the air or on the walls I wanted to make so I created these my husband's a DP right he said well we got to light this thing this is a big open space so he said what about china balls you know the big paper china balls I said well those don't fit into the theme of steampunk but if they were hot air balloons they would, so I made eleven of these eight foot hot air balloon, uh, hot air balloons out of china balls. I left them white, and I used yarn that looked like rope. It was yeah, like a, you that's know, what, that's right, gray and white. Yes, I I put baskets, mm-hmm. I hot glued baskets to the bottom, and then I found these incredible steampunk wacky characters on Etsy that I printed on cardstock. And then I cut them out and put them inside the baskets. So And then I got these vintage uh, binoculars to put at the uh, table. So while uh, you're at the table, you can look up into the baskets and see these hot air balloons. For the people. love of God. I know, I'm a crazy person. No, I, this is
0: amazing because not only... Now, never mind the art and craft of it all. I don't think it's crazy. I think it's very resourceful, and I love that part. But the innovation, I don't know if I would be able to think of that idea without a partner, without without it being a collaboration. It just is, I've never heard of anything so smart.
1: That is really kind of you. But I do a lot of research. So right. I one thing I'm not great at is... Coming up with the idea by myself, so I but I I use reference, so I'll look through. I'll say, oh, okay, hot air balloon uh, craft. I'll, I'll look it up and say, okay, that person used yarn, but that's going to be too thin. This mm-hmm. person used hot glue, that's going to burn through. This, is, so I do research. It's not I don't just conceive of it entirely on my own. I think you do. Okay,
0: I think you made up the idea of the Lego cake, revealing that there were Legos
1: underneath the white. Some things happen by trial and error, too. Right, what right. happened was I started by trying to make the entire cake out of fondant Legos and realized this is going to take me till he's 18. Totally, yeah. So I thought, well, what if it looks like it's all made, but we cover some of it?
0: That's art and craft in a nutshell. <laughs> in it comes a cake from a shell. Place
1: of It comes from a place of... Like my mind doesn't ever stop going. Right. So I have to stay busy or I go or I go cuckoo. So I
0: know, okay, art and craft and the themes, which I also love that your son gives you like has a theme every year and he seems so creative
1: too. Well he loves a the theme. He's a maker too. So he's always building so something. Great. You cannot see our dining room table. Right this very moment, it's filled with Wa- tubes of water pumps legos we're both working on a drawing project together yeah. there's constantly there's always something i want made this, on that i want table. my kid to
0: be this way too and my fear is that if i
1: push it on her she'll rebel you know i say just ha- that that was my fear too because mm-hmm. i thought okay i don't you know, I don't surf, I don't, you know, I'm not a big hiker, I'm not a big, those things like, God forbid, what if he's like a sports guy? Mm-hmm. We're screwed. Because, mm-hmm. we're. you know, I'll take him do it, but I don't know anything about it. I don't. Right. And I prefer sitting. I, I love to sit. Yeah. Preferably indoors. Yes. So I, I just had that stuff around. And when he was little, little, I would have the sewing machine out. I'd be, I make clothes too. So I'd be making something. I would make him clothes. And slowly but surely he would say, "What? what's that? You know, can I try? And he would sit on my lap. And so I started giving him, I would get felt and cut it into shapes and let him you know, because kids love looking at things the way they work, the way they yeah. move. The way, Okay, if I push this and that makes that go down and this makes... So I just started sort of letting him discover it. I also put a drawer low in the kitchen mm-hmm. with baking stuff for him. That's My great. mom came up with the idea to put little Tupperwares with, with things like flour, sugar, things that felt good and yeah. interesting, and then his sized utensils. So he could pull them out whenever he wanted and quote unquote bake, right? So right. he would just, you know, be-
0: In the kitchen with me. In the you, kitchen with me. With so the big mess though?
1: Yes, the mess. But again, it's not- I have to, it's not I have meat to get juice. over that. You'll right, get over yeah. it. You'll get over it. Because it's good for them tactly, and it's also just great, you know, for them to start. But yeah, oh yeah, panicking. Oh, cleaning up behind him all the way. Right,
0: right. Mary just got a tea set today. That's fun. She and messy. She really likes it. Yeah. Um, but well, it's a pretend, yeah, right? Yeah. So, but she's gonna want to stop pretending and yeah. be putting stuff in it soon, and I'm like, layer the house in newspaper yeah. and put it outside. Like, I, I remember my mom dumb. got
1: me a Barbie pool mm-hmm. for Christmas one year, and Christmas in Connecticut is cold, and she said, "But you know, you can't play with that." Till you can play with it outside. Right. Because this is how I was raised. So I um, took that and my uh, Easy Bake Oven, which yeah. I wasn't supposed to use, and used them both one night in my room. Started a small fire and got water <laughs> everywhere. So,
0: <laughs> Well, the water from the pool put out the fire. Yeah,
1: so let that be a cautionary yeah. tale.
0: I would have this... My mother would say the same thing. Yeah. Um, so tell me what... So, so sewing machine now... That's also, I, I do have a sewing machine, and I don't know how to use it, and it intimidates me.
1: Can I come teach you? Of course. I taught, I love to teach friends things. things. I taught, my best friend how to knit, and now it's like her go-to thing. You can do it anywhere you right. are, anytime. Uh, another friend of mine said, oh, you know, I would I would love to learn how to sew, but I'm looking at classes. And I said, what are you talking about? I'll come over for 20 minutes, I'll show you how to thread it, We'll make a pillow. And six months later, she had made drapes. She made a duvet cover. She's making dresses for her daughters. I think it's just the fear of, well, I can't do that. I was never taught or I don't know how to work those things. It's um, these things are these these basic and and we're not I don't think we're teaching them anymore. And I think that's a shame. I learned how to knit when I was in fourth grade Mm. from every weekend my mom would drive me to this old age home where a friend of hers mother was and she would teach me and during the week if I dropped a stitch I was in trouble because there was no YouTube to check and visiting days were only on Sundays right. listen to me I sound like I'm 700 years no out. Then we I had to walk through the snow <laughs> I get it I mean but then I would go back a week later and she would oh nope that's how you fix a drop stitch and that's how and all the way even through high school I would knit I would hide my knitting in in my locker because you know it wasn't cool then now it's like sort of back in.
0: Are old people one of your hobbies? Because we, this isn't the first time it's come up with
1: me and you. And yes, I think we're missing out on a sort of cultural thing in this country. I think in other countries do it much better where we separate ourselves so much, not just economically or, um, by race or by, you know, gender or, you know, especially in LA, you get into your pod and you drive your pod to the, place Mm -hmm. where there are people who also look like you and have similar financial status to you and then you drive your pod to another place where and and children are not tolerated in certain restaurants and the elderly are not tolerated because they don't move fast enough or or they're not dressed well enough or whatever it is and I think I go to other places when when we travel and I look around and I go yeah this makes more sense to me yeah there's kids running around and they're, we sort of like do it once a year, right? At holidays, you get the family together. You get the different age groups together. But when you go to Italy and there's, you know. Right. Grandma's in the living room. She's been dead for a week. The kids are <laughs> playing with her, you know? God, Carrie,
0: you are such a joy and so cool. I wish that I lived closer to you because I would – your
1: best friend i wish you did too i feel the same way about you do you really though i really i just drove a lot of people say seven that. hours to come see i know you it's true because Fuck. i feel that way
0: god that is so true and so nice and like you live in malibu yes which is a great cool place to live it's a little far yeah but from you know everything what? what is everything like i don't it's far from what you just described. I don't really know I guess it's the same thing in Malibu that it is here that we get in our pods and go for sure everybody looks the same. But I don't know. I don't I don't mind really being far. I don't need to be like up in whatever action there is.
1: No, I'm I one thing that's hard about living all the way out there is when people do come, they sort of have to come for a long period of time, right. which is nice sometimes. Totally, But then you have to give them food. And that's where I always panic, where it's like, I... um, chips. I know we had chips for the first two meals today. Totally, <laughs> More chips.
0: I am so the same. I'm like, so maybe we should order. Yeah. And then it becomes the waiting Oh, the to waiting, order. So then they're the- still around for a while, and I'm a little like getting hungry, but uh we already had we already went through our breakfast and lunch chips. Yeah. yeah. I'm so the same, dude. I don't know. Well it's when I the come news over or hope or, for
1: us. You'll bring your own food. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it'll be it'll I'll be prepared and also it is like bar. the never ending guests staying. Cause there's if I'm going to go to Malibu, I'm going to hit up the spots. You and
1: I are so similar in so many ways. We yeah. also have the same. We've talked about this we, when we were in Catalina together. Mm-hmm. We also have the same sort of tolerance for people, mm-hmm. for for not for people for for um, interaction. Mm-hmm. So it's like I can, you know, I'm all in. I'm all in. Like, what are we doing? What are we? Where are we going? What? I'll try anything. I'll do great. And then there, then there comes a point where I'm like, okay. Now I'm gonna go stand mm-hmm. in the, alone in the bathroom <laughs> for like 20 minutes and vape and vape.
0: <laughs> do you still? I still do. Thank God.
1: But you know what? I it, it seems like I always need some kind of vice, and it's so well. I think I don't. All the studies haven't come out yet, but it might <laughs> be better than crack. So I'm gonna stick with that for now.
0: Look, I I just like that. You still have something. Got to have something. You're le- this is a vape friendly home. Just yeah. letting you know. Yeah. And I don't mean I don't. You know, if you don't want people to know, no, we can I, take that out. Please,
1: I have no. I I am an open book. Yeah.
0: I, I that's one of the things I admire about you is that I feel like shame is not one of your hobbies.
1: I have the opposite problem. Mm. I will hold up the line in the grocery store to tell the checkout lady who I've never met before about how I thought I was going to crap my pants on the way to a party <laughs> because I had eaten raisins and raisins aren't <laughs> great for me. But it turns out I didn't crap my pants, but the gas was really bad. Totally. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell anybody right. and to a fault to a point where my husband's like, we don't have to share everything. Right.
0: You make friends wherever you go.
1: Well, I don't know about friends, but I I You can do, talk to I anyone. Share. I'm an oversharer. But
0: I think that I can bring – you're the type of person that I could bring to any party, any any place, and the supermarket, a party, wherever. We'll have a good time, and we're not getting out of there without talking to a few
1: people. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whereas my husband is very polite in a... a normal way that has yeah. boundaries
1: he your, our husbands are are normal people hmm. and i'm envious of it i'm always envious of that sort of my husband if somebody comes and they're going to stay 20 hours he's good with it great we'll pull out some pillows if they want to stay for 20 minutes he'll make it work i am i need to know what it's going to be yeah what it's going to look like I can same. wrap my brain I can I can adapt to whatever it is but I I have this thing about needing to know what's okay what's it going to look like Right And then I'll then I'll work my crazy brain around it
0: I don't think it's crazy I feel the exact same way and I I don't envy my our husband's no I do like who I am but I understand that it's not for everybody Now you know, this podcast is called Filling the Void. Yes. So part of that, you know, it's like, what do we do to fill the empty holes in our hearts? And clearly you have many ways and arts and crafts. Like I see you as a person who, dare I say, you don't get bored. Mm.
1: Your your void might not be that empty. That's not true. Okay. I would love for that to be the case. Mm. And it would be nice, Beau, for me to go, yep, that's true. Thanks for having me. Right. But it isn't true. The truth is I fight the demon of inactivity. Mm. I fight this, this, this demon of like being frozen. And so I think I keep moving because I know the minute I stop... I fall into that void and it's not a pretty void. So right. I once heard, you know, my neighborhood is a dangerous my brain is a dangerous neighborhood, don't go into it alone. Right. So uh, so what happens to me is I sink into the into this abyss of binge watching mm-hmm. where I'll separate myself from oh, I'll just for just catch up on the show for 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden I find myself sucked into the void and all these things, all these plans, all these projects, all these things go Away, mm. And then I feel lost and dark and empty And then it's mm. like a uphill climb to get myself God, just make something Just give something right. And
0: you don't feel like You don't feel comfortable with being in the I'm not creating something right now I'm not interacting with anybody right now But that's okay No Right I see.
1: I don't. And let me tell you, I the 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 catch twenty two of it all is if you told me I've had a couple months where I just come home, I lay down, I read a book, I binge watch, I you know, when I'm not taking care of my child, my husband obviously, I would say, Good for you, mm-hmm. good for you. I cannot give myself that mm. that break. And you I think can't. reading is included in that? no I guess okay. I don't okay, I guess okay. I don't no because reading feels active to right me. yeah no reading feels good that
0: so giving yourself a break going easy on yourself you move to avoid the void
1: well yeah I do and and I'm okay if there's a balance right if it's you know in a day oh for you know right before bed for two hours I'm going to watch a show but if I feel like I'm going to waste away a day right. doing this I will take every spear and arrow to beat myself up about it because look what you could have done, right. what you could have accomplished. Look at these things that you make and these things you do and the places you could be taking your kid and you didn't. Right. And that, and that, that can then sink me deeper into, into inaction. Yeah. I'm fu- I'm fun guys. I'm a I lot know. of fun. But um, you're hard on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very hard. And do you think that
0: there are benefits to that? Uh,
1: I'm proud of my work. Mm-hmm. I think I think I'm a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of the things I make. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not always proud of my um, my sort of pushing my son. And when I say p- pushing him with perfection, it's not we're not a grades. You know, mm. bring that grade home or whatever, or uh, or a you know. In, in, in everything that he does. But I do find that I want him to be accountable for him doing the best that he can do. Do you feel like that was the best you could do? Right. If, if you know, if this D, he doesn't bring home Ds, but if this D but was if he the did. best you could do, I would absolutely say, let's go have ice cream. Right. But I do find myself a lot of the time teaching him to question himself about things more than I would like to. I
0: because see. I think the
1: world is going to. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: That that's super interesting. I don't necessarily think that's right or wrong or good or bad. I don't have an opinion on that. I think I think that's cool. If anything, maybe I could have used somebody when I was growing up asking me that as well. But I say that not giving it a lot of thought. So
1: I just, I was, I was, I was raised, you know, when there wasn't a whole lot of accountability, it was just a different time. Right. And there were some incredible benefits to that. But first and foremost, I want to raise a happy person who cares about how they're affecting the world around them. So that there is some accountability. Right. Am I, am I being the nicest that I can be in this circumstance? Did I give back in the way that that I was able to in this circumstance? Am I, am I putting out good things in the world? Because ultimately, then I think you get back great things. And that's what I want for him.
0: I yeah. don't want
1: him to just blindly go through life. I think there's so much more. Totally. That's awesome. That's
0: so um, inspiring to me. And how I would want
1: My daughter to feel about. I will. I'll needlepoint it for you. Onto and you know how to needlepoint. I do. I'm not very good at it. You are very good at it. You've been doing some incredible ones. I wouldn't say I'm very good. I say I would say cross stitch. I can do not needlepoint.
0: Cross stitch. It's. It's the same. I needlepoint is easier than cross stitch in is my really? opinion. Yeah, it's super easy. The thing about needlepoint is that it's, uh, it takes a long time. Yeah. And it can be I I sometimes give up a lot because it's the same thing over and over again. Right. It's it's fine. It's a good thing to do. It it's so, it's similar to knitting where you can do it anywhere. It's mm-hmm. a little bit it's not as cool to pull out, I'd say, in public mm-hmm. as knitting. Mm-hmm. Not that that's cool, but it's a little bit to me pulling out a needlepoint is it's a it's a bit rich.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's a lot.
0: This Did you do that? I did not. So this is an example and we're looking right now at a pillow that my grandmother made that no. says you cannot be too rich or too, or too thin. thin. Oh, grandma My grandmother did that from start to finish.
1: Oh, I love her.
0: This is a very time consuming thing. My grandmother is no longer with us, and mm. I believe her love of needlepoint and how long it took is what killed her.
1: Well, at <laughs> least we have a cancer. pillow. Um, no, needlepoint causes cancer. They just yeah, found out this year. They just found yeah. that out yesterday. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> just did a pillow for a friend that said, which is which is same thing. You pull out your needle point, and people go weird. She's needle pointing, and then they look at what it says, and um, it, it said, "Damn, it feels good to be a gangster." Right. But it had like rainbows and a squirrel. But I, I speaking of cancer, I pulled that out at the hospital while my mom was dying, and I'm needle pointing, and all the nurses came over. Oh, let me see your. And all they see and is that I've written the word feels- "damn" yeah, <laughs> in the middle of the word "damn." So right. So there are like. There are needlepoint and embroidery. Do you embroider? I I did one embroidery project I can show you and it's not great. I b- before we went to our we have a cabin up in Northern California before we went one year Where I Northern thought California. It's up like the, the by the Oregon border, a town called Happy Camp California. What if we, we lived there's a there. house
0: right next to your house? Yeah,
1: okay, let's do it. It's called Happy Camp. Yeah, it's a town called Happy Camp, California and how long does it take to get there? It takes 7,000 years.
0: Wait, I don't want to go off on a tangent on yes. this, but it is it does have to do with stuff Happy Camp. It says you said 7 hours by car. No, no.
1: It's um we usually take a Tr- we do a day. No, no, no. We'll do we'll do a day of driving, and we'll stop over in San Francisco, and then wow. we'll go. But um, and how long do you stay there? We will stay like a week. Right. But here's the thing: we don't. This cabin is a historical landmark in the town. Right. It was a gold mining cabin, wow. so we own the gold mining rights the wield the mineral rights to the property and to the ca- and we own the rights to the cabin in the sense that we can go there we can mine the property we can camp there but the cabin was built in the 1800s we don't live in it we I don't stay see. in it
0: this is a camping excursion basically
1: we can't we can't touch this cabin except wow. to update it, except to, you know, Keep by the it. historical. Yeah, exactly. In in good condition. Yeah. So, so is camping not one of your hobbies? I love camping.
0: Me too. Love, and your husband does? Loves camping. My husband does not.
1: Oh, okay. Well, we'll leave him. Yeah. What I love about a hobby yeah.
0: is the stuff that you buy to go along with it.
1: Yeah. So, oh, like, yeah. Oh, I love it. Like a craft store. And then you gotta have a, a tote bag. Oh, I got yeah. tote bags. I got embroidery tote bags. Yeah, of I course. got punch needle tote bags. Oh, I love punch needle. I got baking needle. tote bags. I got knitting oh, be- tote bags.
0: I got crochet yeah. tote bags. You have um gear for camping, yeah. where you get to go to the store love and it. get the those great like enamelware mugs. Love it. And uh, special things to light fires and i just love the wilderness and being prepared of of
1: anything to me is the is the shopping yeah the kits the kits i love a kit
0: i have a first aid kit in my car (sighs) in the kitchen
1: and paul's car you know what i just found (laughs) i went through my mom's stuff and she had kept all of my well everything because i was an only child she kept all my everything but she kept all of my girl scout Stuff and my mom was my Girl Scout leader, oh, cool. so I ha- she ha- I have my my monogrammed uh, sleeping bag because that's what you did back then, right? And my duffel bag with a patch on it that had my name on it, and my my cookware where I, you undid the wing nut to this little metal thing and you yeah. slide it over and that becomes the handle. Yes, it does for for you for it the sure skillet. Does. You know it about sure this. does.
0: Just to throw this out there, I like to find, um, if I can find, like, if I found a kit that said you cannot be too rich or too thin, I would do that. I like more of a vintage mm-hmm. 70s thing. So I find, like, the 70s patches and I put them on Mary's overalls. Yeah. you
1: have the coolest, everything you have is cool. Your it's- house is cool, your clothes are cool. Every little thing that you pick up is is always so, so cool to me
0: thank you it's it's a, a hobby of mine you're good at it
1: you should have a shop
0: finding stuff i know like when you should have a one shop. day i would like to because i have so much stuff i just want to get rid of it i'm like a, i i do enjoy selling i yeah. enjoy buying and selling
1: yeah
0: and one day i think i will have a shop but i'm not ready for that yeah Also, I don't know what's going on with the world and brick and mortar, and I don't want to have an online shop. I want to have a real shop. We got to
1: have a real shop. We got to touch, especially in home goods, things like that. You want to touch it, you want to see it. Yes. I like that. I love going to
0: antique malls and stuff like that. So I'm a teaker.
1: Yeah, she's a teaker. Okay, (laughs)
0: so I just want to briefly
1: talk about painting. Yeah. Because you mentioned that. Well, you are a big painter. I I am not as big a I mean I I love painting. Right. And I painted more when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Um and I had more time. And also (laughs) I painted when the space was my own when I lived on my own. Right. There's something about having an unfinished giant project wet sitting in the middle of a space where you've got, you know, 13 year old boys running around. And yeah. So what kind of paints would you use? I did oil painting. Right. Um my mom was an oil painter and wow. Do you have no. So I come to find out as I'm cleaning out all of her things, my mom passed two years ago. And as I'm cleaning out her things, I'm looking for, I keep thinking, well, I'm going to come across the paintings. She got rid of all, every single painting she ever painted. And I'm mm. asking your friends who got these paintings, Where they're they gone. She must've just donated them. So Um, that's fine. Right. I get it. You know, it hurts me a little. Yeah. I mean, I have them in photographs from when I was a kid, sort of on the wall behind, you know, who knew that that would become important. But, um, but yeah, so. It would have been nice to
0: hang your
1: mother. Yes. Oh, for, for sure. But at least I have the picture, the picture. But so I would see her always painting, always making. My mom was a maker. My, my mom and dad, my dad, actually, he's a, uh voiceover guy radio announcer my dad and mom when they first met they would make these in the 70s i don't know if you remember these boxes these the, like dioramas you'd hang in your kitchen that had like one little section would have wheat and one yeah, section would totally. have like lentils <laughs> yes and, you know course. it's like random yeah. um uh, yeah so those they kitchen. used to make those I like that. when they were dating and That's then cute. my dad for years would make me all, he built me a dollhouse and he would make all the furniture yeah and he would come home at night and make the furniture for me and my husband's a big maker my husband makes jewelry yeah. and he paints that is and great yeah
0: I'm gonna do that for Mary I, I already have a couple of books on how to make a dollhouse my dad did the same for me and I really like it's so special making I, I think it's so special too and she's not old enough yet but she might by the time I finish she might be of age yeah so it could be something to start now But I love that your parents were crafty. I also love that you were an only child and I don't, you don't seem like an only child to me, but I also don't know what that means.
1: Well, my, I have half siblings, but they're much younger than me. Right, right. And so we never lived together. So in the sense, you know, I, my dad, I had, I had brothers, a brother and a sister with my dad, but they, you know, they were born when I was going to college. So, you know.
0: Now, let me just segue back into a hobby for a second because I do have some questions. The one is, do you have a crafting outfit?
1: Let, wait. yeah.
0: Do you have a smock?
1: I have several. Yes. I have a, yes, my you favorite do. of all is a denim apron Love. that my friend Heather Sarlous gave to me and it is incredible why because it's the softest worn in denim and it's big and it's long and it has pockets yeah. and it's gorgeous and i often quote unquote wink wink forget to take it off yeah i have to run to the grocery store oh this old thing i love my my denim i, I love, love my denim, denim. Apron. i love aprons i wear yes. them around the house look love it. when i don't have sometimes it's very
0: hot in the summer yeah i'll throw on a dress for some crazy mixed-up reason, the dress doesn't have pockets, huh. which is what's up with that? Insane, insane. I wear an apron, yeah. with pockets. Right. It's very. It looks cute.
1: We I have all wear a over purse. The place. You know, a purse in your house? No, right.
0: no. You have to throw I wear an apron. I wear an apron. Sometimes they're they're at the waist. Sometimes they're full body. Yeah. They come in all
1: different softness and thinness. And Half the time, I, denim, I just apron. wear... All I wear around the house is a tube top, a hoop skirt, an apron, <laughs> hoop skirt, some wedges.
0: I, that's a great look. So, a brassiere,
1: a pocketbook. Um, I
0: don't know. Remember when smocks were just your dad's shirt backwards? Oh,
1: yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. That's so, so sweet. Cute. It's so cute.
0: Do you have... A hobby or like do you have um an activity that you don't do but like you want to want to do like you're not you don't do it because let's be honest you don't really want to but you wish you did
1: uh does it have to be a fun thing like things that other people enjoy Mm, it could because like i hate Organize. I hate cleaning I hate organizing I right. hate it. I love it when it's done Right I don't like doing it Right Needs to That's be done That's interesting to me I would think you would like that I used to like it And something happened to me I think what happened to me Was a child and a husband Yeah Because when it was just my stuff I loved it I would sit and rearrange A bookcase for days Right Oh that face would look better On that shelf And let right. me move that art book To the bottom Now it's like Why are there socks On the dining room table Totally Yeah <laughs> So I guess my thing <laughs> It didn't is, occur to me. I guess the, to move those. The thing that I need <laughs> to do. It just occurred to me. I just had a. I just had a. Open moment.
0: Open is moment.
1: to let go about those things because my mm. thing is like I. I wish I wanted to to organize it more. I wish I wanted to to clean it up more. What I really. I wish I could just let it go more. Right. Because in in you know, in 20 years, is my son going to remember? Like, we is, is he going to say to people, you know what was so great? My house was so clean. Totally. Or is he going to say, you know what was so great? My mom was so relaxed and we had so much yeah. fun. But instead it's like, wait, we can't sit down until this is organized. Well, this is... Right. And that's not fun for You're anybody. So
0: right. You know what? I like to think, sometimes when my house is in disarray, I think when I'm upset over it, I go, our house looks like Roseanne's living room right now. Yeah. When I feel uh, relaxed about it, when I let it go, oh, our house looks like the Royal Tenenbaums. That's where I go in a positive way.
1: When I walked in, I thought, oh my gosh, they have a baby. Uh, Not a baby. It taught someone running around purposely messing up everybody's life and their stuff. And it still looks great. So this is my view of it. Thank you. That's nice. Did it smell weird?
0: No. I want you to be honest with no, me. No, because I'm really,
1: I'm i'm sensitive to that.
0: And s- people, sometimes people don't realize that their own house smells
1: weird. Yeah, this is true. And I'm telling you it doesn't. Thanks.
0: Well, if it did, I would appreciate the feedback. I'm not, I don't feel uncomfortable with somebody saying that.
1: I would say it smells like something. It doesn't smell. It just smells clean. It smells nice, normal. Okay. All right maybe i smell bad though please i you don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> um that's end of story i love you,
1: I love you but i too. say like i love you i love you
0: i love you i love you i love, I you, love you i love you, you. i really do i love you too i'm so happy to know you <laughs> and i'm so glad that you exist in my lifetime I in a very you. selfish way
1: Likewise. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to go um, make a cake that looks like boobs. <laughs>
0: I'm going to make an apron with patches. <laughs> that
1: was
0: wonderful. Okay, so for filling the void, I'm really interested in like weird hobbies, hobbies that people are super obsessed with, and we have a toll-free number, and you can leave a message Please call us at 844-370-VOID. Leave a message. Tell me what your weird, awesome, delicious, obsessive hobby is because I'm like, I just want more and more and more. And I like it when people are obsessed with weird shit. And um, you can rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends about Filling the Void